0: Listen to God's Word for May 15th. Today's reading includes Psalms 28 and 55 and Second Samuel 16 and 17. May God bless this reading of His Word. Psalm 28 of David To you, O Lord, I call. Be not deaf to me, O my rock, for if you remain silent, I will be like those descending to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy when I call to you for help, when I lift up my hands toward your holy sanctuary. Do not drag me away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, who speak peace to their neighbors while malice is in their hearts. REPAY THEM ACCORDING TO THEIR DEEDS, AND FOR THEIR WORKS OF EVIL. REPAY THEM FOR WHAT THEIR HANDS HAVE DONE. BRING BACK ON THEM WHAT THEY DESERVE. SINCE THEY SHOW NO REGARD FOR THE WORKS OF THE LORD OR WHAT HIS HANDS HAVE DONE, HE WILL TEAR THEM DOWN AND NEVER REBUILD THEM. BLESSED BE THE LORD, FOR HE HAS HEARD MY CRY FOR MERCY. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart rejoices, and I give thanks to Him with my song. The Lord is the strength of His people, a stronghold of salvation for His anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Shepherd them and carry them forever. Psalm 55, For the Choir Master, With Stringed Instruments, A maskil of David Listen to my prayer, O God, and do not ignore my plea. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint and distraught at the voice of the enemy, at the pressure of the wicked. For they release disaster upon me and revile me in their anger. My heart murmurs within me, and the terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling grip me, and horror has overwhelmed me. I said, "Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and find rest. How far away I would flee. In the wilderness I would remain. I would hurry to my shelter FAR FROM THIS RAGING TEMPEST. O LORD, CONFUSE AND CONFOUND THEIR SPEECH, FOR I SEE VIOLENCE AND STRIFE IN THE CITY. DAY AND NIGHT THEY ENCIRCLE THE WALLS, WHILE MALICE AND TROUBLE LIE WITHIN. DESTRUCTION IS WITHIN. OPPRESSION AND DECEIT NEVER LEAVE THE STREETS. FOR IT IS NOT AN ENEMY WHO INSULTS ME, THAT I COULD ENDURE. It is not a foe who rises against me, from him I could hide, but it is you, a man like myself, my companion and close friend. We shared sweet fellowship together, we walked with the crowd into the house of God. Let death seize them by surprise, let them go down to Sheol alive, for evil is with them in their homes." but I call to God, and the Lord saves me. Morning, noon, and night, I cry out in distress, and He hears my voice. He redeems my soul in peace from the battle waged against me, even though many oppose me. God will hear and humiliate them, the one enthroned for the ages, because they do not change, and they have no fear of God. My companion attacks his friends, he violates his covenant. His speech is smooth as butter, but war is in his heart. His words are softer than oil, yet they are swords unsheathed. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of destruction, Men of bloodshed and deceit will not live out half their days. But I will trust in you. Second Samuel 16 When David had gone a little beyond the summit, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, was there to meet him. He had a pair of saddled donkeys loaded with two hundred loaves of bread, a hundred clusters of raisins. A HUNDRED SUMMER FRUITS, AND A SKIN OF WINE. Why do you have these? asked the king. Ziba replied, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride, the bread and summer fruit are for the young men to eat, and the wine is to refresh those who become exhausted in the wilderness. Where is your master's grandson? asked the king. And Ziba answered, Indeed, he is staying in Jerusalem. For he has said, Today the house of Israel will restore to me the kingdom of my grandfather. So the king said to Ziba, All that belongs to Mephibosheth is now yours. I humbly bow before you, said Ziba. May I find favor in your eyes, my lord the king. As king David approached Behurim, a man from the family of the house of Saul was just coming out. His name was Shimei, son of Gera, And as he approached, he kept yelling out curses. He threw stones at David and at all the servants of the king, though the troops and all the mighty men were on David's right and left. And as he yelled curses, Shimei said, Get out, get out, you worthless man of bloodshed. The Lord has paid you back for all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned, and the Lord has delivered the kingdom into the hand of your son Absalom, See, you have come to ruin, because you are a man of bloodshed. Then Abishai, son of Zerahiah, said to the king, "Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. But the king replied, "What have I to do with you, O sons of Zerahiah?" If he curses me because the Lord told him, Curse David, who can ask, Why did you do this? Then David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold, my own son, my own flesh and blood seeks my life. How much more then this Benjamite? Leave him alone and let him curse me, for the Lord has told him so. Perhaps the Lord will see my affliction and repay me with good for the cursing I receive today. So David and his men proceeded along the road as Shimei went along the ridge of the hill opposite him. As Shimei went, he yelled curses, threw stones, and flung dust at David. Finally the king and all the people with him arrived exhausted, and there he refreshed himself. Then Absalom and all the men of Israel came to Jerusalem, and Ahithophel was with him. And David's friend Hushai the Archite went to Absalom and said to him, Long live the king! Long live the king! Is this the loyalty you show your friend? Absalom replied. Why did you not go with your friend? Not at all, Hushai answered. For the one chosen by the Lord, by the people, and by all the men of Israel, his I will be, and with him I will remain. Furthermore, whom should I serve if not the Son? As I served in your father's presence, so also I will serve in yours. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give me counsel, what should we do? Ahithophel replied, Sleep with your father's concubines, whom he has left to keep the palace. When all Israel hears that you have become a stench to your father, then the hands of all who are with you will be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the roof, and he slept with his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now in those days the advice of Ahithophel was like the consultation of the word of God. Such was the regard that both David and Absalom had for Ahithophel's advice. 2 Samuel 17 Furthermore, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Let me choose twelve thousand men and set out to-night in pursuit of David. I will attack him while he is weak and weary. I will throw him into a panic, and all the people with him will flee. I will strike down only the king, and bring all the people back to you as a bride returning to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, then all the people will be at peace. This proposal seemed good to Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Summon Hushai the archite as well, and let us hear what he too has to say. So Hushai came to Absalom, who told him, Ahithophel has spoken this proposal. Should we carry it out? If not, what do you say? Hushai replied, This time the advice of Ahithophel is not sound. He continued, You know your father and his men. They are mighty men, and as fierce as a wild bear robbed of her cubs. Moreover, your father is a man of war who will not spend the night with the troops. Surely by now he is hiding in a cave or some other location. If some of your troops fall first, whoever hears of it will say, There has been a slaughter among the troops who follow Absalom. Then even the most valiant soldier with the heart of a lion will melt with fear, because all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man who has valiant men with him. Instead, I advise that all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, a multitude like the sand on the seashore, be gathered to you, and that you yourself lead them into battle. Then we will attack David wherever we find him, and we will descend on him like dew on the ground. And of all the men with him, not even one will remain. If he retreats to a city All Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we will drag it down to the valley, until not even a pebble can be found. Then Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Hushai the archite is better than that of Ahithophel. For the Lord had purposed to thwart the good counsel of Ahithophel in order to bring disaster on Absalom. So Hushai told Zadok and Abiathar the priests, This is what Ahithophel has advised Absalom and the elders of Israel, and this is what I have advised. Now send quickly and tell David, Do not spend the night at the fords of the wilderness, but be sure to cross over. Otherwise the king and all the people with him will be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Ahimaaz were staying at Enrogo, where a servant-girl would come and pass along information to them. They in turn would go and inform King David, for they dared not be seen entering the city. But a young man did see them, and told Absalom. So the two left quickly and came to the house of a man in Bahurim. He had a well in his courtyard, and they climbed down into it. Then the man's wife took a covering and spread it over the mouth of the well. "'scattering grain over it, so nobody would know a thing. "'When Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, "'they asked, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? "'They have crossed over the brook,' she replied. "'The men searched, but did not find them, "'so they returned to Jerusalem. "'After the men had gone, Ahimaaz and Jonathan "'climbed up out of the well and went to inform King David, "'saying, Get up and cross over the river at once, for Ahithophel has given this advice against you. So David and all the people with him got up and crossed the Jordan. By daybreak there was no one left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his advice had not been followed, he saddled his donkey and set out for his house in his hometown. He put his affairs in order and hanged himself. So he died, and was buried in his father's tomb. Then David went to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel. Absalom had appointed Amasa over the army in place of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra, the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, and sister of Zerahiah, the mother of Joab. So the Israelites and Absalom camped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanaim, he was met by Shobai, son of Nahash, from Rabbah of the Ammonites, Maker son of Amiel, from Lodibar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite, from Rogalim. They brought beds, basins, and earthen vessels, as well as wheat, barley, flour, roasted grain, beans, lentils, honey, curds, sheep, and cheese from the herd for David and his people to eat. For they said, The people have become hungry, exhausted, and thirsty in the wilderness. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.